0: Hey everyone, welcome to the show, AV Insider. Hopefully you've tuned into the right show and not a different one. And if you're tuned into the wrong one, well, welcome anyway. Obviously the show, AV Insider, can be found at RavePubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. And it's brought to you by Tascam. Tascam.com, check them out. Professional AV gear at an affordable price, even for this guy. He lives in Northern California where things aren't really affordable. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to price. Anyway, again, the show can be found at RavePubs.com under the Rave Radio tab where there are many other shows like myself. Uh, Check us out, give us a holler, and uh, I'll tell you more details at the end. As always, I have a special guest on the show from a manufacturer, and of course, they are going to be talking about technology and AV, and if that's not the case, then I'm on the wrong show, and this is going to be awkward. Today, I've brought uh, (laughs) Megan Nedler, the Director of Product management, director of part of management of furniture at Mid-Atlantic, the company of Legrand AV. Megan, was any of that close?
1: That was actually pretty spot on, Johnny. I'm pretty impressed.
0: <laughs> it's a good thing I wrote it down several times and I can kind of <laughs> read my handwriting, but thank you for correcting me prior to the show. So thanks. <laughs>
1: anytime, anytime. Yeah. So
0: I've mentioned that you're with Legrand slash Mid-Atlantic and it sounds specifically channeled inside of the furniture division, at uh, Middle Atlantic, which is a company of LeGrand, uh, and what I'd like to get is a story, I guess, about Middle Atlantic because we've had, uh, I think, I've had larger talks in the past about LeGrand. So I'd like to maybe, as much as possible, Middle Atlantic story because that's kind of where you're centralized. Um, but before we talk about the story of Middle Atlantic, the products offered, and uh, what's very unique and cool about Middle Atlantic, I'd like to know a little bit about you and your background because maybe this is your first technology or AV job ever or maybe it's just the first job ever that you've had I don't know but if you would care to share any or all details in regards to any of that I'd love to hear.
1: Yeah absolutely so uh, happy to keep it a little middle Atlantic centric I mean I've been with the company now for five years but I've been in the AV industry for about 10 years Nice. Um originally from the Midwest I went to Iowa State University for marketing and traveled around a little bit early in my career um spent some time at Omnimount Ergotron as well which is where I got into the AV industry and wandered my way out east like I said about 5 years ago and joined Middle Atlantic as director of marketing um and from there I spun downstairs into the the product management division where I got a chance to get closer with customers and understanding more of the industry trends and understanding more about our business and some of the pain points that our integrators are experiencing in terms of how technology is evolving and started to create some cool new products for us.
0: Very, very cool. Omnimount Ergotron, that's why I know your name and that's why I remember you. I can't believe that until now. I feel such like an airhead. I remember <laughs> you from those days. What do you say? That's about five years back?
1: Yeah, with Betsy Banker. Did you yeah, work with Betsy? She's I did,
0: the- yeah. I think the last, did you go with her out to the uh, uh, Omni Mount made it out to Macworld when that was still a thing in uh, San Francisco many years back?
1: No, I did not. I remember Macworld though. I feel like I supported it from a marketing standpoint, but I didn't get to go. Okay. Unfortunately, I think Beth's was there though. She was.
0: Yeah, we hung out. It was awesome. (laughs) Uh, but anyway so thank you for sharing that portion about you let's talk a little bit about middle atlantic and we can talk about lagran if you want to as well that is the company um but for, for right the second can you give me a little bit of uh sort of an overview if you will about middle atlantic who is middle atlantic
1: Who is this Middle Atlantic? Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, gosh, we're, uh, what, 38 years old or something like that now? And, you know, this is, um, yeah, it's a pretty cool story. uh, That Actually, when I interviewed with the company, I fell in love with this little startup story of theirs that it actually started – in Bob Schluter's garage, and Bob Schluter was the former founder, who um, is a, a couple times CDA Hall of Fame award winner, and just a really great innovator, always pushing the envelope in our industry. And um, but back in the day, he had a like a, a kicked-in speaker problem, and so he got tired of this issue and started to uh, work in his father's garage and came up with a solution. And um, from there, recruited a few of his friends to help making them for making these products for other brands and. Uh, And that's how middle Atlantic started. There's actually a guy on my marketing team um, Who does our renders and videos for our marketing team who's been with the company since it was in Bob's garage? So there's like amazing tenure and rich history of that startup entrepreneurial spirit, but um, since then we've grown up a lot we really have evolved into the um, Equipment mounting company, right? So racks and enclosures is our bread and butter That's what people know us for anywhere. You look um, in retail um, in IT, in um, security, you'll see in all these racks and enclosures that um, signature MA in the um, upper right or left-hand corner of the rack. Those are ours, and that's really what we do the best. We've got almost 60 flavors of racks and enclosures. Um But we've really, like I said, evolved since then. It's not just about racks. Equipment is changing. Um, The way it mounts is changing. The size of the gear is changing. What needs to be localized versus what will be centralized is changing. And so that's causing us to kind of rethink and readdress our value proposition to the AV industry. And we're coming up with cool new stuff like furniture.
0: Now, with the furniture portion of uh, Mid-Atlantic, which to me feels newish, right? I mean, you, you've had, I would say the rack itself, it's its own extent of furniture for the AV world. Right. Uh, but obviously there are more decorative versions of that. So when you say furniture, I think, uh, maybe lecterns, cabinetry, wood finishes, things like that. Is that what you're referring to?
1: Yeah, actually as, uh, the, the leader of the category, I segmented the category a little bit differently because we have some security and monitoring and console furniture. Um, some editing furniture um, and those those markets are not growing as quickly as this other segment that we call collaboration furniture Mm. a lot of information out in the media and in the industry about huddle spaces and collaboration spaces driving change in the way that people are meeting and it's driving change in um, the gear needed to support those spaces and how like i said how localized it needs to be for people to be able to access and use it pressure on dm is still needed to run a huddle room so you've got to have somewhere to put that kind of gear um so we've been coming up with some really cool stuff to solve for that and, including like under table equipment mounting solution credenzas and lecterns like you mentioned
0: yeah yeah so uh and and uh well i think that maybe uh i think in my in my mind a little newish to middle atlantic some of the things you talked about you know like the pathways and such, and, and other portions of that that feed into the furniture that we see and use in, in huddle rooms and uh, collaboration spaces. Some of that now, I think, as as you are part of a larger company, another uh, mega company, if you will, the company referred to, of course, is Lagrand or Lagrand, depending on where you are from the world, um, it is sort of kind of pulled in from different aspects of, of the company, correct? So it's not, Is am I wrong in saying that the furniture division of Mid-Atlantic is purely just Mid-Atlantic. Do you borrow somewhat from other aspects of Legrand?
1: Um, No, we don't actually for our furniture business. That's purely okay. atlantic But okay. when we pull our solutions together in a meeting space, you might have a chief mount that's um, above the credenza. You mm-hmm. might have wire mold raceway that's concealing the cables and connectivity from the wall to the table. So we will pull our solutions together to complete a space, but it's all Middle Atlantic furniture.
0: Okay. Uh, and and uh, you as the, as the PM for furniture at uh, Middle Atlantic, does that encompass the world? I mean, LeGrand's a huge company and it's not just, you know, here in the United States. It's, I mean, they're a global company.
1: It's true. Um, they are global. I like the idea that my role would encompass the world. <laughs> <laughs> but no, not quite. Um, no, uh, we actually uh, have segmented businesses within La So um, Middle Atlantic and um, the, the former milestone brands that are all making up La V AV are all part of what we call LNCA, which is, um, all about Le Grand North in Central America. And it includes, you know, Canada and Mexico in within those realms. So that's all has separate leadership that rolls up into, um, our central um, hub out of Limoges, France.
0: Very, very cool. Um, yeah. now in terms of mid Atlantic, what types of trade shows can we see? I mean, I've seen you personally at, in the company at, a at Cedia, the Custom Electronic Design Installation Association, and their pro-AV version of that, Infocom. Um, and I, I believe ISC and a bunch of the localized trade shows. Or, are there any uh, other major ones that I haven't mentioned that we could find you at?
1: Um, we're going to Educause this year, which is okay. um, I this week, actually, out in Denver. Um and we have some of our sister companies will be at Neocon coming up here, which is a big furniture show in Chicago that overlaps with Infocom. Interesting. Uh, but You primarily hit the big ones. So yeah, ISE and Infocom are big shows for us. We've got some great movement internationally, even though I mentioned that we're a part of LeGrand North and Central America. doesn't mean we don't sell internationally. It just means that we our leadership and all of our revenue will roll up domestically. Um, but we still have a presence internationally there. And so um, that's an exciting show for us as well.
0: Cool. Um, as the PM for the furniture division of middle Atlantic, what are you excited to help grow in that, in that aspect of, oh my of the company? Right? Like, so what, what, I guess what makes you personally like excited about the company in that, in that uh, in this role?
1: Well, from just an industry trend and thought leadership standpoint, it's exciting to help drive this A&D-AV convergence. So we've talked about the AV IT convergence, which sort of makes me want to throw up in my mouth just saying it again.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, you hit one of the major buzzwords. You get three, and after that, that's it.
1: After that, like, the record button goes off. No. Yeah, we
0: just stopped. <laughs> like, that's it. Oh, we didn't make it.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. okay, it's okay. I have two left. Okay. So, um, but the so you know there's talk that the next convergence is really this A and D and AV. So that's the architect and design community, because how long can we continue to segregate the technology and the spaces and the furnishings? Because it's all about how that space functions and what that AV experience for that meeting is going to be. And so um, you hear this. Trend of um, furniture dealers offering low voltage design services, for instance. Yeah. Um, and you hear Steelcase offering products like Mediascape that have baked in technology, and so there's there's all these things happening on the fringes, and um, part of what we're doing as Middle Atlantic is really trying to create technology agnostic solutions that meet the needs of both of these communities and we're really trying to bridge them together. We're working on a lot of um, AIA content to educate the architect and design community about the needs of gears and systems and cable bend radiuses and proper thermal management um, so that they're not selecting furnishings that then our integrators have to go and load gear into and it's just not appropriate for the system and they're shortening the life of the gear and everybody's not happy because the client's not happy. Right. So right. Um, us getting to help drive that thought leadership and figure out how to bridge these industries is something that really excites me for sure.
0: That's awesome. Um, it, in regards to the architect and design aspect of AV, um, if that's the new, I guess the new, the next point, I feel like we, as a, as a community, as a whole of AV, if, if we are if we are if you're a, a company or someone that wasn't already thinking about that, I feel like we're already ten years behind the game. Um, and not that we're we're doing it, but it's something that you know has been going on for a while. And I, I hear what you're saying about the convergence, but yeah, I think as companies, designers, people in general in this space with technology and being that it's everywhere now that we really need to cater to that right so if i mean looking at like your furniture for example right it looks like there are multiple finishes that it comes in and to me i think that is a huge selling point if if i was an interior designer or if i had that choice if, if something came across in a middle packet and it came down to well i'm gonna pick one of these credences and it's purely based on the interior designer so in my opinion if you don't have a billion options and obviously we can't but it's, it's hard to it's hard to say we only make one finish of something or we only do this because you want to appeal to, like you said, the architect and design community. One reason I think we should be doing it more is because um, the design phase is where technology needs to be started and thought about from the very beginning. And then right. often, in my opinion, feels like it's always an afterthought. It's kind of like, um, commercial, obviously, it's, we're ahead of the game there. Residential, not so much, but... It needs to be from the design phase, right? So yes, we should be if we haven't already converging in the architect and design community. Yes, one hundred percent yes.
1: yeah, you bring up an interesting point though, because this is one of the things that, as a product manager becomes a little bit tricky in in bridging these groups is something as simple as the number of finishes. So we expanded our credenza offering and um, our hub table offering to. Offer uh, high pressure laminate finishes and thermal laminate finishes. I think we have 57 some odd finishes and get custom requests daily that we fulfill as well. Um, but in our research, our customers, our core customers of integrators, are very overwhelmed by the number of finish options and actually aren't often taking advantage of it. So they'll go to their customer and they'll show them three, a small or like a small subset of our available finishes. Um, as opposed to making it a selling point of their services. So then we, so now as Middle Atlantic, we're having to ju- to jump in and educate our integrator community on how to sell design, how to leverage design flexibility, how to speak some of that language, and understand the durability factor and the pricing impact of different material choices and. Um, and at the same time, turning around and educating the A&D community again on those system needs. So it's, it takes a lot of energy from a marketing um, and sales standpoint to drive those kinds of initiatives as a manufacturer.
0: Yes, exactly. So now, now that you, are, you offer so many of, of those finishes and the multi- different types, what would you say, and obviously you don't share anything that you're not able to, Um, unless you really want to, (laughs) um, (laughs) what would you say is the future for this, this department? Right. So this is, this is kind of like your, I would say that you're, you're sort of leading direction as the, as the product manager for furniture. Right. So how about this, a a restructure question. What would you like to see happen with this, this sector of, of, uh, mid Atlantic?
1: Yeah, I can tell you what we're trying right now to solve this challenge. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, so we have introduced what we're calling pre-configured solutions. So what uh, we've done is we've taken our top running um, colors and material options and we've posted those on our site and they're in kind of designer approved finishes, um, if you will. So we picked handles that match this color and uh, table boxes that match this color. And so we've made some of those designer decisions to help our integrators Um, with a couple of kind of pre-kitted solutions to speak to. Um, And then we have um, available sample kits um, for our integrators to have and use and leverage on end-user calls. Um, And we have um, millwork kits available as well, which we talk to our customers about where we'll send the frame to the integrator right away so they can begin the integration and their work is installed at all um, while the designer is either picking one of our, Existing finishes or again they could order that mill worker kit where they could customize it And we basically send the drawings and the hardware to a mill worker of their choice And they can get something custom made that will fit our rack and enclosure so we provide a lot of different options um, and that pre-configured experience is supposed to help our integrators kind of dip their toe in the pool of, Hey, I'm in the furniture business. Now I can start to understand what works together and what doesn't and what looks great together. And as I get more comfortable selling furniture, I get these other options available to me.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Um, so with that information, is there like a, maybe an error for like the, the integrator who's starting into that, right? So you have kits, but up until that point, like maybe, so this is their first job where they use a kit and they're a bit unclear on how, uh, how to approach a certain project. Uh, two parts on this question is that, can they come to someone at middle Atlantic or Grand for help? And two, is there any sort of like education that can be done online through, um, Mid-Atlantic.com?
1: Yes. So we have an inside sales team that's awesome. They will probably get routed via inside sales to Steve Whitner. He's our primary point person um, from a design services standpoint. Send everything to
0: Steve. Steve. Got it.
1: Yes, Steve. (laughs) Call Steve directly. That's what this podcast is saying. No. You guys will get routed to Steve though. He's, he's great. He's been working with furniture since its inception at middle Atlantic and knows the ins and outs can, can totally coach anyone through picking the right product for the right job. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think there was another part to your question, but I forget what it was now. <laughs> it's,
0: it's okay. Yeah. Uh, well, one is call Steve. We're gonna need his number or email.
1: <laughs> the other
0: portion was like, could we go to middleatlantic.com and like if I have an account, yeah like a, an education portion, like with a help for design or like the basics of like, uh, mid Atlantic furniture.
1: Yes. Okay. So a couple of things there too. So I have an online configurator for credenzas. Cool. So it creates like a 2d render in live time of the credenza that you're making. So you can click different finishes, different handles, and you can see exactly how that will look. Um, and um, in real time, you can save those designs as templates. You can share those designs with your customer. So it's a really great 24-7 service available on MiddleAtlantic.com. Um, and we're also in the process of getting Legrand AV University up and running on LegrandAV.com. There's already a lot of great courses on there. Not a ton of furniture courses yet, but I did deliver a bunch at Infocom this past year, and we're working on just kind of getting those uploaded to our LMS system, our learning management system, so that we can um, share those with our customers. So that's just coming soon.
0: Very cool. And so do you get to help uh, put some of that education into the website?
1: I do, yeah. So I'm one of the presenters um, when we go to shows and I'll help um, with this La Grande V University content as well. So people can always reach out to me too. I mean, I love this stuff and I love hearing some of the challenges that our customers have, especially from a marketing standpoint, you know, what kind of tools and sales tools do our customers need um, as well to have this conversation with their customers? You know, we want this to be successful all around.
0: Beyond the pre configured kits, that I think is a, a great idea. Um, is there like a, hmm, what's the word I want to use for like, like a modular based setup for furniture that is currently happening? And if not, is that something that you could see your uh, furniture division going into, right? So that you can sort of have a basis of uh, a rack or, or whatever it is, you know, a setup and then build upon that?
1: Yeah, I mean, most of our furniture products are a rack that becomes furniture. So the foundation of almost all of them is a welded steel frame. Um, And a lot of our products, like our C5 series Credenza or L5 series Lectern, the welded steel frame is in stock in our warehouse, ready to ship to you. And the furniture that you select, the wood outer shell of that product is manufactured to order. So, you start the loading of the gear, the integration, the testing and validation on site while we're making the wood that you just requested of us. So, you're not, the job isn't waiting for that six to eight week lead time that is common amongst all AV technical furniture manufacturers. Instead, you're rocking and rolling, you're getting things loaded and moving while we're making the wood. The other factor that's great about that is the wood will ship direct to the job site. So, you don't have to worry about, um, what do you call it? Moving, moving that loaded L5 or moving that loaded lectern from point A to point B that's in a fragile veneer finish. Instead, you're loading a metal frame with gear in it. You're taking that into the classroom. And when it's in place, you'll unpack the wood finishing and you load that onto the lectern. So we definitely built this with integrator's workflow in mind to try to start with that rack that they know and love and kind of build on that concept to make it into technical furniture
0: very very unique uh and and thoughtful right that's where we're trying to cut down on labor time uh save damages from the beautiful veneer finishes um and then like you said you ship to the job site direct once you know the wood at least right so you at least get your gear mounted on a rack and get started get your system set up and when it comes down to final or whatever it is you can get uh the finish set up and um not have to wait that long lead time
1: so, yeah i mean that's part of what Middle Atlantic does best. And that's just us applying that concept of furniture. We try to listen to our integrators. I mean, this goes back to stocking racks to begin with, uh, to not having burrs on our products that cut rack builders arms. I mean, we just try to take a look at what does this job really take to do and then build product that makes that easier. And furniture is just another great example of that.
0: Um, I appreciate as a former integrator installer of many racks, that your racks that the burrs were cut off because I came from about eight years of manufacturing in a machine shop where I had to deburr metal for years oh my gosh. And, and then be QC and and then multiple positions. But yeah, that stuff is sharp and dangerous and the smallest little one can obviously slice you open pretty good.
1: Absolutely, so I, I
0: appreciate that. It's one of just one of the many details that mid Atlantic puts into all their products. Um, And, you know, again, we're we're thinking about the integrator. Speaking of the integrator, are these products specific to integrator dealers in terms of, like, a business model? Are your programs or programs set up to be, like, a direct-to-dealer setup for the integrator, or is there a distribution model as well, or one or the other?
1: Yeah, we have both. I mean, our distributors tend to work with us from a furniture standpoint more on the project side. Um, They have a a little more value to offer from that standpoint of helping with the logistics. Um, But then uh, we definitely work direct with dealer as well. What we don't do is we won't sell direct to end users, which is a big deal when it comes to our lectern business because a lot of our competitors in this space will sell direct to schools. Yeah, um, And it just makes it hard for our integrators and installers to continue to make the revenue that they need to support these jobs, especially in verticals like education, where there's never enough money <laughs> to cover the kind of experience demands that they're looking for.
0: And Another aspect that I do appreciate is, like you said, you don't sell to the, let's say the end customer, right? The end user, which is a term I don't like using, but it's the easiest way to describe the <laughs> the person who is paying for the product in the end. to to be used in their facility or wherever it happens to be. Um, Because, yeah, in a lot of industries, whether that's electrical, AV, any technology, any sort of manufacturing, I hear, oh, well, we don't sell the customer. And then you hear about those manufacturers selling directly to the customer, bypassing, whether that's a a distributor, a dealer, or the integrator in this case. And uh, it's unfortunate, but it happens. And so another... You know, nice detail about mid Atlantic products that I I appreciate, and I'm sure everyone listening also appreciates, unless you're the end customer. But what I prefer on products like this that are technical, uh, that they come from, you know, like let's take the integrator again, a, a certified installer or someone with the the knowledge, someone with the input. Right, you, you're going to want a professional to install these professional products. So, and it's no disrespect to, let's say the end user, again, the term I don't like particularly, but it, when we talk about technology and things like this, you, you want to be assured that you, when you purchase and invest into technology and invest into these types of things that house these technologies that you're probably getting installed. And you just want to feel sure at the end of the day, you're getting a system that is, um, supported by those professionals as well. And so I, I applaud Mid-Atlantic by trying not to, or definitely not getting involved directly to the customers, but working with those professionals as well. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, we love to play wingman on stuff like this. So if our integrators ever need myself or someone from Middle atlantic to come out on a call with them, to uh, talk through furniture decisions and really kind of help coach them on picking out the right solutions uh, for the product or for the job and that particular application. We love to do that and that's all about the trust that we've built with our customers throughout the years and it's something that is shared across our other La V brands of uh, Chief um, and Daylight and Vario as well. You'll only find MSRP on our websites. Um, and we have dealer logins where you're able to still shop our site and see your own pricing and your own pricing levels, but that's never shared um, to the open public.
0: Another n- another good point, uh, you know, because we hear uh, on the show, you know, different people like, oh, I can find let's, – let's just take Middle Atlantic. We're not going to find your products online, but I might find the competitor or a competitor's pricing online. And that may be no fault of the manufacturer. It could be someone else who just – Obviously, isn't honoring what they were, uh, you know, were told in the agreement of becoming a dealer, or whomever or, or retailer of the products. But it happens, and right. so it, it's tough to put out those fires and sort of keep that good graces with your your dealer base and your integrators. And it's uh, I, I would imagine as a, a larger company like yourself, it would be hard to to try and manage, you know, other people, right? As that you don't specifically, that doesn't mean that someone isn't going over and I'll just say Amazon, over to Amazon and try and sell your products and sell them online for a profit or a minimal profit. So I imagine it's gonna be tough.
1: Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, it's the wild, wild west out there. We all have minimum advertised pricing policies. Um, but then it's really up to the different manufacturers to uphold those and police that. And if their relationship with the integrators are valuable, they take that seriously. And, um, and we definitely do that. We've had to say goodbye to customers, unfortunately, that weren't willing to uphold some of those types of policies, and we know that's for the greater good. And um, it's something that we, um, we value.
0: So what would you say is next? for i guess for middle atlantic i know right now you may be the product manager and maybe you will continue to just make this era huge for Legrand, and i'm hoping that's your answer
1: <laughs> but uh
0: what would you say is next for you with the, the uh furniture division of uh and middle atlantic
1: yeah so we have a couple of uh, new solutions that are actually coming out in this fourth quarter um from a furniture standpoint and it's, it's pulling together a pretty cool story for us. Um, I, have you heard a lot about um, ADA compliance as it relates to AV installations lately, Johnny?
0: I have not, but I would love to learn more.
1: Yeah, it's kind of an interesting evolution. To me, it has a lot to do with just, again, AV becoming a part of a space. And when you start to become a part of a space, you start to need to adhere to certain things like ADA compliance. And yeah. uh, there are... You know, obviously as touch panels, for instance, become more popular, you get into um, reach restrictions for people that might be wheelchair bound. And so how can you make sure that as an integrator where you're installing these products, if ADA compliance is important to your client, you have solutions that can help meet those reach requirements. And, hmm. um, and so we have um, some really cool products coming out. We have um, an L7 series lectern that is a height adjustable ADA compliant lectern that meets all of the reach requirements um, for ADA compliance where it will put your Crestron control system and all of the outlets and AVIP plates all within a 25 inch reach radius of the user. Um, And it's one of these products that, um, I've actually been working on this for uh, almost a year and a half. And I'm a pretty impatient person, but this has been in the oven for just the right amount of time. (laughs) And we worked with our customers to, to try to design something that's just as elegant in the standing position as it is in the seated position. Um, You know, I think part of ADA compliance and AV technology being in a space is, is you want it to feel organic to the space. You don't want these big flat panels on the wall that look, Unnatural. You don't want a po- like a, um, a lectern surface on a stick in the standing position because it lowers and it looks really ugly in the standing position, which is what it will probably be in for ninety percent of its use. Yeah, and you got to figure out how to solve these challenges and make it look like it was meant to be that way. And so we took that um, that challenge with our L seven series lectern, and we designed a really really beautiful solution that I'm excited to bring to market here in the next couple of weeks. Um, And in addition to that, we have um, a C3 series credenza, which is a low profile credenza for meeting spaces coming out. And oh my gosh, my phone has been ringing nonstop from customers who saw sneak peeks of this at Cedia that are ready for it now. So it has this residential application as well. But um, it's perfect for going below a flat panel for a couple of reasons. That reach requirement that I mentioned earlier, if you've got an interactive flat panel display, Um, But also, if you have anything that sticks off the wall more than four inches, you're technically required to put something below that so that someone visually impaired would be able to detect that with um, their service cane. So um, that's another piece of ADA compliance when it comes to digital signage applications or these um, larger bezel um, interactive flat panels and where you might be placing them. That's another consideration. It's not just reach, but it's also... Um, Adhering to the compliance requirements for the visually impaired and so the C3 credenza does all of that really beautifully But it also is just like a Swiss army knife of rack mount and small device mounting um, As well as personal storage for a particular space Um, So you can kind of reconfigure it in almost infinite ways and what's really cool about it again Is that middle Atlantic solved for that integrator the frame goes on the wall Then you can hook into that spine of the frame anywhere you want, the the rack or the shelves, run your cabling, and the wood will slide right over it. So you're not stuck integrating in this tiny, tight, dark cabinet. You have full lighting, full access and visibility to run the cables that you need. Um, And then you just slide that wood kit over top and you finish it off. So. Um, really awesome installation story. I've got a video that'll be launching with the products. You'll be able to see that soon. So, just a, it's an interesting trend that happens to be tied together by a couple of furniture pieces that are coming out here.
0: Where can I see the video when it's up?
1: Um, it'll be on our YouTube channel, the Middle Atlantic YouTube channel. It'll also be on middleatlantic.com.
0: Perfect, because that's where I want to go to see this thing. What you're describing sounds brilliant, and I really want to see the, the the finished result.
1: Yeah, I actually have a GIF. I can give you a sneak peek GIF if you want. I can share it with you, and you can share yeah. it with your, your um, users here.
0: I would love to. That That's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited because in the past, I wouldn't have thought of Mid-Atlantic for the decorative portions of furniture, right? Racks, yes, that's still A-B furniture, but to the extent of in the last few years, I've seen what Mid-Atlantic's been doing at Infocom, and I was really excited to see where this is going to go and you're you i would say are basically shaping mid-atlantic and Legrand's future f- furniture business in multiple aspects of what is out there today and from what you're describing i think you're really my thought process on this is that you are definitely keeping the a and d part of av in mind right so the architect and design community would probably love and i haven't seen it so i can't say but in my mind what you're describing would meet i think a lot of designers um needs it would probably catch your eyes it would probably probably uh something that's going to be heavily specced onto projects because of the thought process also because of ada compliance also the the look and feel all the things that architects and designers want on a project nobody wants to see all these slightly things on the walls they don't have to nobody likes hard edges anymore they like these round edges or beveled edges and woods and finishes and feels and nobody wants a just a box they don't no one cares about the box anymore it's nobody wants so what what your i want i'm gonna call it your av furniture baby is going to be <laughs> announcing i'm assuming mid-november i I'm excited. I'd I'd like to, I would love to learn more. And and when it comes out, I'm just, I think I'm going to head over to middleatlantic.com and check it out there. And obviously the YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I think what you're describing and what we've kind of been dancing around a little bit is the idea that, you know, technical furniture used to be all about function and that worked for a long time. It kept our integrators in the business. It was basically a rack with some sort of thermal laminate around it. And it can't just be about the function anymore with this convergence on the brink. It's got to be form and function. We've got to be thinking smarter as manufacturers about how we can solve challenges on both sides of the fence so that we can get integrators the right product for the right job.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think you, uh, as well as Mid-Atlantic, but you probably have a, a big portion of this are shaping the future of AV furniture today for tomorrow's needs. Thank you. Thank Thank, you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Is there anything that we haven't mentioned about Mid-Atlantic and or specifically the furniture division of Mid-Atlantic that we should?
1: No, I mean, I think we covered some good ground. I think with some of the the furniture offering and announcements that'll be coming out, we're going to have some cool new tools available as well. A new um, white paper and some additional research that we've done on the evolution of the meeting space and what's happening in collaboration spaces. It's not just huddle spaces anymore. You know, there's some research that indicates there's up to 19 different flavors of meeting spaces. So how can our integrators stay abreast of what some of those trends are? So we're trying to track those and package them up in terms of what our integration community needs to know. And so those materials and tools will be coming out with some of these exciting furniture launches. So those will be available on middlealliant.com as well.
0: Cool. Well, that basically brings me to the end of my questioning for now. But that being said, um, I know that there is more to the company than the furniture portion. However, that is focused to you. So regardless of that, and or maybe when these new products come out that you've mentioned, which is going to be, I believe you said, your L7 ADA compliant lectern that's coming out. Yeah. I When that is uh, available and you're able to talk more about it, share more about it, maybe talk about some uh, installs that it's been uh, a part of, I would love to have you back to discuss that because I think that lectern is probably going to shape the era of a new category within AB Furniture, right? So I think that I'm guessing that there's probably more on the way uh, in the way of uh, the Big Brother that is coming out basically.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I would love to come back. And some of my colleagues have some great products coming out uh, before Infocom, some new intelligent power solutions from Middle Atlantic. So that would be Scott Louder. I know he'd be a great guest for you as well, but I would certainly love to come back once we get some of these newbies out in the field. Let's talk about um, how we're winning and what we've learned as a manufacturer, and then what's next.
0: Yeah, I would love to. Uh, and after the show, we can, you know, maybe get Scott on here as well and talk about other stuff. But uh, in the meantime, I would like to direct everyone straight on over to middleatlantic.com. I think that is the best place to learn pretty much anything and everything regarding Mid-Atlantic products. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more beyond the reaches of Mid-Atlantic, that we've talked about their parent company, Legrand or Legrand again, depending on where you're from in the world. Um Just head over to Legrand. Is it LegrandNA.com or Legrand.com?
1: It's actually LegrandAV.com.
0: I was way off. Uh, (laughs) LegrandAV.com. Head there. And that's a good place to start. But again, for the sake of the conversation, head to MiddleAtlantic.com. And that's probably the best place to learn more. You could probably, there's contact info you could reach out. Or as you mentioned before, did you say Steve? We should call that guy. We need his number.
1: So that we Steve can call yes Steve i will get you yes the c the credenza gif and steve's contact information <laughs> we need to rock and roll <laughs>
0: yeah and then uh everyone just send all that information to you because he's waiting your phone calls he's ready <laughs> to help and they have some very new ADA compliance stuff coming out soon so stay tuned into the podcast because we're going to have them back to discuss this and uh, to learn more about them, if you're more of a social person like myself, you could probably just head over to uh, LinkedIn, right? If you want to check them out there, it's linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash middle hyphen Atlantic hyphen products hyphen ink.com. I know it's a mouthful, but I said it, you can go there, or you can just Google it. I'm sure you'll find it there as well. Or check the video out on their YouTube page that's coming to check out this new ADA compliant lectern or any or other all videos that they have lots of good information. It's youtube.com forward slash user forward slash middle Atlantic prod, P R O D not products. I don't think you can get all those characters in there. It's a middle Atlantic prod at youtube.com and on Twitter, it's at middle Atlantic. Check them out. Um, Anyone has any questions for me, you want to send me love mail, hate mail, whatever the case may be, just no spam. I'm not a fan of that. You can email me at Johnny, J-O-H, at ravepubs.com. That's my email. Tell me, um, Send me pictures of your Electron installs. I'd love to, to see any of those. Um, and or uh, I'll get you in touch with Megan if you need to. But I think Steve is where we're going to. So we'll, we'll just start with that. So uh, last, one more time. MiddleAtlantic.com is where you can find that you've got my email it's johnny at and pretty much at jmodo3 everywhere else on the internet for the most part you can just google me if anything bad comes up that's somebody else ignore that person and uh, head back over to ravepubs.com where you can find the show under the rave radio tab av insider which of course is brought to you by tascam and they're at tascam.com uh professional grade av products for people who maybe don't have the professional-grade AV budget. But check them out at Taskem.com. We appreciate the, everything they do for us on the show. And again, check us out at RavePubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, AV Insider. I'm your host, Megan. Thank you for your time and your knowledge, your experience. And I look forward to having you back in the future.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Johnny. This was fun.
0: Thanks, me as well. Everyone, this has been AV Insider. I will catch you on the next one.